What's up, everybody? You're back on Fan the Flame podcast. I am elated tonight. It may not be tonight for you when you view or hear this, but I have a brother on. I don't know if you can tell the excitement in my voice. I have been wanting to get him on for months. Matter of fact, we uh, talked about it months back, and and this is this brother has he's a newlywed. He's moved. He's got business flourishing. He's He's involved in ministry. He's got purpose. God is birthing and blessing so many things in his life right now that we wanted to just give room for all that. But tonight, tonight he's on and I am so excited. Um, he is, he is, I don't like the term guru, but he is a, uh, he's a man with a big stick in the kingdom of heaven when it comes to fitness, when it comes to grabbing the hearts of men and just uh, understanding kingdom purpose and instituting that into men that would come up under him. I am one of those men. I sat under his program and I'm telling you, I literally, within the time I started that till I was done with that program, I had quit my job. I had started other ministry purpose and I just found so much strength inside of me through Christ that he was promoting, that Mitch was promoting the strength of Jesus the whole time that I finally came to the realization of. And that it just it gave me a new godfidence in in not confidence but godfidence in my life and where I could go and and what I could do and how I could help and I'm elated to announce to you guys Mitch Moeller brother what is up what's happening what up what up thank you Scott man I'm humbled I mean obviously uh, I just appreciate it so much man I know you and I've been been virtual friends for a year for a long time now it's been been great it's it's so crazy thinking about how you can you can grow and connect so much with somebody that you've never actually met in person, which is just great. I just love the way the Lord works. And uh, man, for all this time to gone by and stuff, I'm just excited to to be just having this conversation with you, man, like and and to go wherever the Lord takes it, like we were talking about. It's uh, it's exciting, man. I just I love seeing what the Lord is doing uh, across all so many different spectrums, you know, in your life. And I've seen, you know, what the Lord is doing in many other men's lives as well. And I just have to say it just to start off that. The, the Lord is calling his warriors up. Come on. Like he's, he's calling them up to a new level right now. And you can just feel it in the air. I see it across social media. I'm getting new guys following me that are also in the fitness industry that just love the Lord. I'm like, man, 10 years ago, I felt like I was the only one that was like <laughs> preaching online and stuff and doing all that. And now there's, you know, multiple that are, that are doing this, not to say that I was, but I mean, I felt like that for a minute and uh, I just love to see what the Lord is doing. So dude, I'm amped up. If you can't tell too, I'm amped up. Let's, let's go. Yeah, brother. I, I, I love this about God, that there's no separation in spirit. And mm -hmm. I feel the same way, like from your program and beyond, like our conversations, whether it be via text message or or I was hounding you during the program about, hey, uh, I'm not. Am I doing this right? Am I not doing that right? You know, what's different here? What's different there? And I just felt the connection with you immediately. I remember the first call on the phone with you. I had my other buddy that I was pastoring with at the time and we were sitting in my other house where before we had moved. And I just remember hanging up the phone, talking to my buddy Jason and being like, dude, Mitch is the real deal. And this this anointing that God has on his life that he's going to reach men through fitness is insane to me. Like because I was just figuring that out, too. I preached in the gym. Um, I, I was known of the guy that would just drop the dumbbells and start preaching from a bench, like standing on it. Matter of yeah. fact, at the YMCA is where that happened one time and the director came out and I thought she was going to yell at me and she was like almost in tears. And she was like, can you, can, can wow. you write your testimony for us? And can we put wow. it? And I was like, of course. And so, 
you know, that was years before. And, and then just to see where the fitness industry has come now in, in just opening that door. And it's taking men like you and it's taking women as well to be able to just have an open door to their hearts to take that thing into the gym. And so that people can see there's not just a bunch of meatheads in here. These are people that have value and depth and they're multifaceted and they're not just coming in here because uh, they had a bad day and they want to work out. There, there's an actual purpose behind what they're doing. And you, man, you're like, I consider you, I consider you one of the forerunners that kind of opened the door to see that thing and see the purpose behind it. And so, man, I'm just elated because I know that you're not the only one and that's what you're building. You're, you're not the one thing I, I, I love about you as well is you, you carry such an anointing that it would be easy to be about me, about vain, about, about the vain, you know, the vainness about Mitch, but you're not, I see the reflection of Christ in you. And that's what, that's what drew me to you. That's why our conversations have continued, even though I haven't met you face to face. I feel like I have. I yeah. feel like we've sat in the same room and dined at the same table. But exactly. I mean, because obviously in the spirit we have, but I and, I and I love that about the spirit of God, that there's no separation. So I want to talk about some of that stuff tonight, bro. I want to I want to see from your perspective where you see and, and we kind of got into it a little bit but like where do you see the fitness industry in the next 10 to 15 years bro what what's your vision for that oh man if as far as the man the vision the lord gave me an amazing vision just it's hard to even put into words sometimes but any time i have an opportunity to share what the lord gave me uh i mean i just jump at it and i guess i can rewind back to when i was about 21 years old is when the initial uh, thought of like fitness and ministry being being combined together like in my mind it was never anything like that I actually never even had a thought around that subject until this point and the Lord just like boom just dropped it right into my head one day I was at um I was working out at this church gym it was like a dungeon gym it was it was the best there was no one ever around I was in charge of it I got to run boot camps and do whatever I wanted there which was great uh but you just like turn on the on the stereo blast it like, you know, get some heavy deadlifts and stuff. And I like, I set the weight down and I turned around and there was a, a Bible verse on the wall. I think it was from Isaiah. I don't even remember which one it was at, at this time, but it was just out of nowhere. The thought goes right into my head of that. What if they're like, the Lord took this environment that, that I'm in right now, but it was all about him. Mm, come on. And it wasn't, and it wasn't about me or it wasn't about what we can do in here. What if this was just a just a platform for us to elevate Jesus even more. Like yeah. you take yeah. this, this is what you've given me. And he, and it, it was just certain questions that would kind of pop up in my head. And then I started to get this massive vision for a full, well, I could call it a gym, but it's evolved into more of a, a campus. Come on. And, and I see it happening like that in the future. I've, I've, I think I've pretty much I've told you this before um, of just this major vision of, I mean, I sat on the, the business plan now for, it's been probably 13 years or so that I've been working on it back and forth. And, mm. you know, I see this place as some, you know, as anyone, whether they're a believer or not, can go into this place, feel empowered and inspired and just truly feel the love of the father mm. within five minutes, as soon as they walk in the door you know, that there is just something different about this place. It is radiating Jesus. Like there's people getting saved left and right. I mean, people can be getting delivered on the gym mm -hmm. floor. You know, it doesn't matter. 
And we have every aspect of what you could possibly want there. There's stuff for kids. There's an event center for like concerts and people speaking, yes. like all the stuff that you could possibly want in an entire campus, right? It's like picture a college campus, but all for the Lord. Come on. And uh, I was like, I'm not going to put, I felt the Lord tell me, do not put a ceiling on me. Do not put a cap on me of what I can do. And so I was like, you know, it, it started as just like this gym, like, oh, if I had my own gym, what would it, you know, what would it look like? And I started to put all these things in it and get super excited about it. Like, oh, you know, it's gonna be the coolest gym in the whole world. And, you know, I've gotten more ideas over the years and the Lord has dropped certain things into my head of like, of, of running it as a business and a ministry at the same time, which is, would be one of a kind. There isn't anything from how I've structured the business plan. There isn't anything that, like I've seen out there work like this. Mm. And so, but uh, it's, there's still some work to be done, but I just give the Lord a, the, you know, when he gives me the green light to, to go on it, um, that's, I mean, it's going to be on. And that's I know cool. that he's bringing the right people around me. I'm like, however he, he funds it. Mm -hmm. I, it's in, in my mind, it will happen. It's just a matter of time. I have yeah. never, not even one second guess that the Lord will do it. So I like saying that first, that I believe that from what the Lord is doing just from over the last couple of years, I'd say at post 2020, so much stuff changed post 2020, right? Yeah. And I mean, he did a lot of work in a lot of us, especially me in that year. And there was a shift that I believe has taken place of where we're seeing so much of the evil that's in the world that's around us. We're recognizing it. Even people that aren't believers are recognizing how much evil is out there. They're like, whoa, I don't like this demonic Satan stuff. Uh, they're really putting it in our faces. Maybe I should check out Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's so many people that are doing that. And uh, but I mean, from over social media, I've seen just a rise in fitness influencers mm -hmm. that are not scared to share their faith in Jesus. Yes. It's like, it starts with a couple, maybe like athletes that will do it here and there. You know, Tim Tebow was a, like a, a big uh, trailblazer when it came to that. He took a lot of heat. Uh, but then it's like more and more people are just bold now. They're yeah. just, they're not scared to, to just preach the name of Jesus and what he's done in their lives. And um, I've just seen it so much across the fitness space now of running into other, you know, other coaches mm -hmm. that are infusing spiritual growth into what they do. And that's like, you know, we could talk about it as well. What I started to do, uh, you know, late last year when I launched my new program, uh, because that's where it, it all kind of started. I felt, you know, I was in the, I've been in the fitness industry since I was 19. I'm 34 now. And I got to a point where I was actually ready to give up the fitness space. Mm -hmm. I was ready to like, I was ready to go into ministry full time. I'm like, Lord, I guess maybe the season is over and that's all you wanted from me. It's like, I, I love it. I'm passionate about it. I'll always go to the gym. It's my favorite place to be, you know, because I feel the Lord there. Yeah. And, uh, but he, but he's like, no, no, no. I gave you this gift. I gave you this passion. We're going to use that. And I just want you to bring me along with yeah. this because I, I had this internal conviction that, you know, if I can help a man transform and he loves the way he looks and feels in the mirror, that's great that's awesome. Yay. You know, maybe he's, he's healthy. He's going to live longer. That That's great. But if he's not walking in the mission and the purpose that God gave him, if he's not leading his family, like his, his wife and his kids, mm. if he's not making a difference in his community, like, and for the kingdom, yeah. what, what, what's, what's the purpose of it? And yeah. like, I had so much conviction that I couldn't even, I had people reaching out to me just for basic fitness programming. 
And I can't help but when I coach somebody, I have a couple of them that are just doing nutrition stuff or just doing fitness stuff. If they're not a believer, they're going to get Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah, come on. It's yeah. like, you came to me, you're going to get him. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't yeah. matter. I'm like, if there's a, a million other coaches, you can go higher. But if you're with me, that's what's going to happen. So like, I just, that conviction is rising up so much right now. Uh, and so that's what I kind of see. That's the direction that the, the Lord is going in. I believe there's going to be a lot more fitness influencers on social media and coaches just being bold about it because just like in my story, which I could share a little bit of is on, that yeah. the Lord, like he's, he's cultivating us. He's, he's um, pruning us. He's fine tuning us. There's this season that we have to go through. Mm. I always say that like right after Jesus got baptized, what did he do? He, the Holy Spirit led him into the into the wilderness, and he do, he was tested by the enemy and like all of that, um, and tempted by the enemy. So, if Jesus had that happen, like how can we expect anything different? Right. And the Lord kept telling me, "It's you know he he placed that idea in me at a, at a young age, but it took over a decade for any of that to even start to happen." And isn't that just amazing with the grace of God mm. that he's he's there with you? Like, even if you may go off track for a couple of years and you're not really on pace, he's still going to bring the right people around. And he's still, you know, I, I felt him there that he was guiding me like, OK, we're getting to this point. But he had to he had to prune me. He had to heal me from a lot of different things. How am I supposed to lead other men in this area of spiritual growth if that work hasn't been done here? Sure. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. I could be sure. raised in the church my whole life. I can know who Jesus is and, you know, proclaim him as my Lord and Savior and all that. But until that that shift takes place, you know, um, it's that's just I think the difference between fully like walking in purpose mm -hmm. and it just being saved. Yeah. Right. And I, I've said it before that sometimes it's like it's like being saved is almost the starting line. Because there's so many people that get caught up in like, oh, I, you know, I believe in Jesus now. I'm good. It's like I get out of hell free card. Like I'm good to go now. But you're still, but you're still here. Right. The, the Lord has a mission for you. Come so on. you're saved. Now the Holy Spirit's going to come in. He's going to work. He's going to like pull out the weeds in your garden so you yes. can flourish. He's he's going to cut. It's going to you know it's going to be it's going to be heart surgery. It's mm -hmm. going to be open heart surgery of the you know stuff that's uncomfortable. But he's preparing you for the mission that's up ahead because his plans are so good. Mm. They're so, they're so amazing. Like he has so much up ahead and I can't help but feel that there are so many people that are just limiting themselves. And there's a mission that the Lord, you know, gives these people, but if they don't walk in it, he has to raise someone else up that will. Right. I just think of Saul and David, right? Yeah. Same thing. And I'm like, how many people, how many, especially how many men are out there that are living passive lives just stuck and idle that aren't doing what they're they've been called to do and others have to be raised up so god's will will be done on the earth mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. oh man so i mean i can go on all day with, with all that stuff i could go so many different directions but so good anyway yeah. i know i i love that because you you have full um i don't know if i use the term authority but you have you can forfeit your mission you can absolutely forfeit your mission. Like you said, God's going to use somebody else. I mean, I think about the book of Esther, where he rises up Esther and basically asks her, if you don't go, your whole family is going to die and I'm going to choose somebody else to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's no different than men. And if we don't take care of our families, if we don't take care of the ones in front of us, if we don't take, God will send somebody else to do it. But I just feel like we're missing so many blessings when 
we say yes to salvation, but no to the journey. It's like Jesus didn't get out of didn't get out of hell for I mean, he didn't get out of hell free. Like he had to obviously defeat hell with his crucifixion. But like you said, the 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 wilderness season, and, and I think that just to backtrack for a minute, we we read that really quick and we go, Oh, Jesus was baptized and he was led into the wilderness by the spirit. By the spirit. It wasn't yeah. the devil that led him into the wilderness. It was the spirit of God that led him into the dry place and where he had no food and he had no water. And all he had to rely on was the Lord. And I, I feel that coming from you. Like I see that from you. We've talked about that personally, that you went through that season. And if I'm quite honest, I'm kind of in that season right now um, in places in my life ministry. I just had this conversation with my pastor um, the other day, you know, uh, we, we were talking about, cause I've, I've fully told him like, Hey, I'm under your authority. My family's under your authority, man. I, I see you, you know, and he's younger than me, but he, the, the man is like you, I, I, there's no, there's no separation in spirit. I don't, I don't believe that in the spirit that you're 14 or, or 28, or I believe that the wisdom gained is the wisdom sought after. And no matter what age you are. And so I have no problem. And I told him that I said, I got no problem coming up under you. I want you to know that I'm here for you. And he said to me, he goes, you know, you don't know what that means coming from you. I know that you've preached to multitudes and I know that you've been on platforms and you've pastored many churches. And to hear you say that encourages me. And he said, I don't know what the Lord has for you in the next season, Scott Tilly, but it is absolutely huge. And I said, Mm -hmm. Well, here's the deal. He's called me to serve right now, and that's what I'm doing. And I mean, you're serving your whole life, obviously. But I think if we if we're if we're back and backtracking out of those seasons where God really wants to, like you said, prune some things off of you, grow you in some areas, because I can already look back when I was pastoring multiple churches at, at different times and go, you know, not at the same time, but these different churches, and I can go, gosh, I missed that, dude. I just missed that right there. And I hurt that person and I you know, I did this wrong and I did that wrong. And I can see now, Lord, that sometimes you have to hold me in the cleft of the rock and hide me. And so not only to prune me, but take the arrows out of my back from yeah. the other, you know, from the other people that I thought that I was going to be with for forever. You know, I mean, you've just moved here recently. There's people in your life that you have been around forever that you're not around anymore. And God's cultivating a new community for you and cultivating new purpose for you. But you, the thing about you, man, is it, you can attest us to fitness too. Like, even when you don't feel like you're seeing the results, if you if you stick with it, you know. Mm-hmm. How, how how do you think Jesus felt on the thirty fourth day or the twenty eighth day with no food and no water? Like mm-hmm. he was human, right? As well as God, he had to be exhausted and like, man, kind of like, what's the purpose behind this? Maybe you know. But he kept his eyes fixated on the Father, and so on forty days when you know who comes to tempt him at his lowest point, you know, obviously he's not going to come at you when you're on the mountaintop, he's in the valley. And so he, he tempts him, you know, and and then the angels come minister to him and, and, and all this beautiful, all these beautiful things transcend from there. But I I love that talk about the season, bro, because if you're unwilling to go through that season, then you're probably not going to have the right perspective when you're on the mountaintop and you're Mm -hmm. in, you're in that season of, of, of tremendous growth and accelerated growth because that's what happens too, right? Like I can think back in times of my ministry where I was preaching to a multitude of people and God just kept sending me more people, you know? And I was like, at one point I was kind of overwhelmed, like, whoa, this is crazy, you know? But you fully, 
you fully realize that you you have to rely on him in every season and in every moment or else you're just going to miss a lot and so i man i love that about uh, about that season and i and i love seeing like i'm going to like looking at this other side of things now with Mitch Moeller like if you don't follow him and I'll, I'll just plug it now if you don't follow this man on social media or TikTok you're missing out like there's the wisdom in this man is directly from God himself like he the ark of the covenant um i'll just talk about that for a moment he posted a video on the ark of the covenant and it's at like 10 million views or what it's more than that now isn't it it's it's, it's, well, it's yeah well i think it is still at 10 million it's it was creeping up and it's so funny i'll just say real quick my wife is amazing the lord blessed me in many ways with my wife but it it hit 1.2 million the first over over like i posted at 5 p.m one night and the next morning i checked my phone and it was at 1.2 overnight and then I was just like, oh, this is crazy. I wonder if it's going to do better than my other ones. My my next biggest was like 2.2 million, I think, was the best one I had. And I was like, oh, man, how cool would it be if it broke that, you know, like or maybe even get to like five because it started to grow like crazy the next day. And she's like, it'll go to 10. And I was like, ha, there's no way it'll go to 10. And it was creeping. It was like nine <laughs> 9.7, 9.8. And she's like, it's going to get there. It's going to get there. And sure enough, it did. <laughs> I, I just had to it. throw that in there. I love it, man. The wife, he knows. <laughs> we don't see everything. The wife's still, you, you, you use the same term I do about your wife, about being a spiritual sniper. Like that it's, oh, yeah. it's so true because there are eyes sometimes, man. Like I, I think that, they 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 see our purpose sometimes better than we do honestly mm. i mean at the end of the day yeah. like i look at my wife and and it's in some of the simplest things that i'm running past and she's just kind of like hey babe you need to look at this you re- you ran past this you need to take a look at this right here because this is actually of importance it may seem small to you but it's of importance yeah. and i'll be like she'll ca- yeah she'll like, catch things yeah, yeah. I'm like no i'm past that already babe she's like Mm, I don't I don't think you are like I think you need to take a look at this and then I'll come back and then I'll, and sure enough man it's like that's a repetitive thing for me like most time I'm like mm, yeah I'm sorry I did miss that you know and so mm. I, I love the way that God has designed you know our wives and and fastened them for purpose together because her purpose is my purpose MK's purpose is your purpose Mitch's purpose yeah. is MK's purpose you're you're too your bone of bone, flesh of flesh. Your, your two have become one. You've left and you've cle- and you cleaved, and and so it's, man. I just feel like we're kind of jumping over to the marriage thing now, and I'm I'm okay with that. Like it, I I think that every 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 good man has a great woman, period. Mm-hmm. And and yep. literally, man, read the Bible. The Bible says in Genesis, after God created Adam, that it was not good that man be alone. So he mm. gave him this beautiful helper from his rib. And and we that's how I introduced my wife, by the way. This is my rib. That's how I introduced her to people. Yeah, I love that, man. Yeah. I remember catching that the first time and I was like, wait a second. I was, I was like, oh, that's great. It took me a second and I was like, wait a second. That's great. And I, I think that it's our purpose can only get to the place where God desires it to be when it's togetherness and that's one thing that i had to learn in this season too is like there's some places i outran her in ministry and and she was kind of like hey remember me you know mm-hmm. and i yeah. so i i had to go speak to that and i had to go get some healing from that and, and seek healing in that and so anyway man i i i love that you you dropped that in there and 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 just 
it's so important as men to realize that that we truly need our women for ministry purpose for life. I mean, good grief. You I love the the, the quick sermonette about you 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 give a woman your seed and she multiplies it. You get a child. Yeah. You, you, you know, mm-hmm. you, you give her ingredients and she can not that their place is in the kitchen. So don't crucify me with this statement, whoever may listen, but you know, you give her the ingredients, she makes something amazing for you to, to nourish you. You know, you, you give her your time. She multiplies your time because you're blessed. Now you're, you're at peace. Now you're, you're all these things that God gives you. And, and I love that man. And I love the fact that you, you and MK are, are on this journey together and it's a new journey. Like it's a pretty new, fresh journey for you guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I can kind of touch on the story a little bit because it plays into everything that we're talking about, because when we're talking about that wilderness season, um, that big shift for me, it's like, I've, you know, I've been a believer. I was raised in the church. It's like, I've, I've always like, you know, love Jesus, but there's, it's like, there comes a point in our life where the, I believe in my life personally, the Lord was like, the time is short. And I felt such a deep conviction that if I don't fully surrender, like fully surrender in every single part of my life, it wasn't just like so, so stuff, or like, you know, maybe not taking uh, my my relationship with the Lord seriously, or maybe just being too distracted, allowing myself to be too distracted by the world or other things that I'm doing. It's like, I still, it's like, I'm still reading my Bible and I'm still doing all that, but the Lord had something more for me. Mm. And I believe that's what he's doing to a lot of men right now. He's like, I have more for you. You're in the shallows and I need you to go out to the deep. Come on. Like it's going to take faith to get out there. It's going to be probably a windy and wavy and it's going to seem scary at times, mm. but I need to call you out to deeper waters because that's where I'll meet you. And that's what he was doing. Uh, when So end of 2019 or October 2019, I moved to Georgia from Phoenix and, you know, Mary Kate and I were long distance for a year. And, uh, you know, doors were closing for me in, in Phoenix. It was just mm. I kind of felt the Lord just pushing me out. I never thought I would leave ever. And, uh, you know, everyone I know was there. Um, I only knew one one guy I went to high school with that was in Atlanta. Uh, so didn't know a single soul except for him. Wow. And but I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to give it a year. I was working for my computer. So I was like, OK, I have the freedom to do this. And uh, and, you know, went out there. And then, of course, shortly after COVID happens and that whole year was just a blur. And I don't even remember a whole lot because <laughs> there was so many every day there was something new going on. So it's right. like just trying to survive through it, what's going on. And Atlanta was nuts. Like, anyway, it was, oh. it was insane. Absolutely insane. Uh, so, yeah, that's the reason why we wanted to get out of Atlanta as fast as possible and why we're in Charleston, South Carolina, which is gorgeous and amazing. And we love the people. <laughs> but anyway, we. Um, so that that season, if fast forward to the end of 2020, a lot of stuff happened that year. But to sum it up, I got to a place where reflecting on it, I was looking internally of it. I this I just questions started to come up in my mind. And I remember talking to Mary Kate one day and I told her, she's like, babe, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm not happy. Mm. Like, I don't remember the last time I was. Like, I love being with you. I love being here. Like, and I, you know, I think it was a lot of things. I was homesick. Um, I wanted, I wanted to be around my friends. The gyms in Atlanta were very different from what I was used to. When I would go into the gym, I would like, you know, it's like you spend 20 minutes, like saying what's up to everybody before you get into your lift, because you know, everybody and everybody knows you. 
that's how it was back at home. It, it, multiple gyms. It didn't even matter which one I went to. It's because it, that was just home base. And there it was different. Everyone just kind of kept to themselves. Like it, it was just a whole different vibe. Mm. And so um, I just felt kind of alone. It's like, I just had, you know, Mary Kate and um, there was a, a lot of, you know, trials with her family that we went through during that year. And I was questioning everything. I started to like, that's why I thought it was the enemy at first, which I believe it kind of was, but the Lord was allowing it because of what I'm going to say that I started to doubt my relationship with her. I was ready to leave. I was ready to, I was, I was like, I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to, you know, put up with the stuff that was going on in, in her family. I was uh, just fed up with everything. And I, and I just, I just felt at the end of me. And sometimes isn't it interesting when the Lord wants us to get to the end of ourselves mm. so we can find him so we Come can on. fully, you know, rely on him. And it's like, I wanted, I wanted success. I was, I wasn't sure what to do with, you know, business stuff. I was kind of getting burnt out on the, the fitness stuff that I was doing, especially with, with COVID and all that stuff mm. happening. It made everything difficult. Sure. Um, but sure. I just, it was all the stuff, all the stuff at one time. And Mary Kate was like begging me to go to this uh, weekend retreat called the Selah retreat. And, uh, I have to, I have to put a plug in it every single time for, for that retreat and Allison and Chuck who put that retreat. It was just, it's a small thing. I think there was like six or seven of us, uh, at this house for the weekend. It's like no phone, like you're just fully submersed in the Lord. And, you know, Mary Kate was begging me to go to it for like a couple months towards the end of 2020. And I was just being prideful. And I was like, no, like I have other stuff going on. And, you know, I, I wanted the Lord to tell me, Cause, but, and then as soon as I submit to him, he's like, you should have went before, but you're going now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so, so I, I end up going and long story short, man, the Lord wrecked me that weekend. He completely wrecked me. And the, what I experienced was, it was nothing short of the true love of the father. Come on. And there's, there's so many men that are like, just hearing my voice right now that don't know what the love of the father feels like. And most, most likely because they didn't experience that with their physical father. Yeah. And there's a lot of us that, that haven't had that. I personally felt like I had to, had to perform mm. that. I had to do well, that I had to be successful. It was kind of unsaid in our family. My dad was successful at everything he did. Like just, I can list off so many different things and it's like, okay, well he's Superman. So I need to be Superman's son. I need to be just like that or better. And so, but it's like, I knew he loved me, but he, but he didn't say it very often. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's these, these deep internal things we kind of went through, uh, in that retreat and a lot of study time, a lot of worship time. Uh, we went through like, you know, renouncing sin and possible deliverance. I mean, nothing happened, for, you know, for me, but I, I just felt this weight, you know, lifted from me and, uh, man, I was so wrecked. And it was one of the nights that we were in, in worship, uh, the, the woman that was singing, she was actually singing prophetically mm. over everybody there individually. So she doesn't know anything, you know, about our lives aside from like the basic stuff that we, you know, chit chat about or whatever during the, during the day. Uh, but just her prophetic gifting, Mary Kate already told me because she went to this retreat pr prior and mm. she just spoke and sang amazing things over her that it was just, you know, she wrecks everybody in the room. The Lord just yeah. comes down and it's just like, I'm going to boom, 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 Come just on. divvy out all these prophetic words. And so she gets to me. I was actually the only guy there. The rest of them were, were women. It just so happened to be that way. But man, she she started to sing and then began to like sob. Mm. And so she, she was singing prophetically and then the Lord hit her so hard that she had to stop singing and just start to speak. Mm -hmm. And 
when she like, and I was on my face at this point, I was literally on the ground on my face. Like there was, there was nothing left of me. Like there's, there's no, there's no pride. There's no anything. Like, I don't care who's watching me. I don't care what this is. I can look like this big masculine guy or whatever. It does not matter. None of that even matters. I was so at the end of myself that I'm like, Lord, I just want your love. Like I'm gonna get emotional just talking about Come it. On. But, but she said, I mean, she said a lot of things. I have it recorded and I, I swear I listened to that recording every day for like the next month or two after that. I had to because it was so much of the father's love. But she was speaking and singing as if it was the Lord speaking directly to me. Yeah. And it was so powerful. And, and she kept saying, I have like I've always been proud of you. I have never been disappointed in you. And like, oh, dude, was, when she said that, I was done. I was like, absolutely done because it was, it was stuff internally that I didn't even know was there. Yeah. I didn't even know that I was striving and, and trying to do all these different things, trying to earn the love of the father. And he's like, you don't have to do anything. Come on. You don't have to do anything for me to love you like that. Like I sent Jesus for you. You don't have to accomplish anything. I've already done it. I've already accomplished all these things. I just need you to be with me. I just need you to sit with me. And bro. Like it was, it, it messed me up. <laughs> it absolutely messed me up. And then, I mean, then she started to speak prophetically over it that the Lord was going to expand my influence and that he wanted the glory for all of it. Come and on. she emphasized it again, all of it. Like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, I got it. He's going to get all of it. And I was like, I don't know what that, what that's going to look like. It was like two weeks later, I met uh, Jamie Fox at the gym. He was worried. I was training a client in the morning. He came in. I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to start, you know, he and I, like we were talking for like 40 minutes. It was crazy. Like he was, you know, I'm just full of wisdom, like just yeah. really cool guy. And I was like, oh man, I wonder, you know, Atlanta's full of celebrities. Sure. I'm like, how are you going to do it, Lord? Uh, like, how are you going to expand this? Is it going to be online? Like, so I was kind of like, you know, looking for it, but not, I was like, mm -hmm. what? I, I don't know what's going to happen here, but uh, so, I mean, fast forward a couple months after that, I started to, I started TikTok. Because uh, a buddy convinced me to do it. He's like, bro, just do everything you're already doing. Just throw it on TikTok and see what happens. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll do that. And then, I mean, a year after that, a year being on there, I hit the 500,000 uh, follower mark. And now it's it's like over 700. Um, I'm not as consistent as I was during that year. Sure. But man, like the Lord absolutely expanded my influence. And then that video that went viral, that um, the Ark of the Covenant one. Yeah. Like I had yeah. I had people hitting me up there like, like, oh yeah, that one guy, like, it's like they, they know of me because they saw that video because everybody shared it with everybody. But um, I say all that in that season to go back to what I was saying is that like, because of that moment of what happened, it was like end of, I think it was early 2021. It was in January when we had that retreat. The months thereafter, I felt the Lord giving me new downloads and he, I felt him spoke one morning, speak one morning when, uh, when I was sitting on my computer and he's like, I want you to write down the process that I've been taking you through like this whole last year, like what, from what I started to do in you at first, like the questions that started to come to mind, you know, what I was healing you from, you know, the, when he was in, instructing me to look up certain things in the Bible and you know, all that stuff, I just started to just write stuff down and I'm like, okay, I don't know what all this means, but then uh, I just started to organize it. And it's so crazy because what I wrote down that day has now turned into the program that I now teach. Come on. And the Lord said very specifically that like this, what I have done in you and is now going to happen through you to help my men. Let's go. And that was a, another prophetic word for me. It was someone else that weekend. I had multiple ones that was saying that, uh, that my, how did, how did she put it? It was like my, my ability to become a man of God. Like the Lord is going to show me step-by-step step how to become that man. Mm. It's not just a boom, you're done like there. It's like this, 
this this constant refining, becoming more and more like Christ, right? Renewing of the mind and like yes. all of these things that he's going to show me along the way how this is done. And in turn, I'm going to help other men do it. And that, isn't that the greatest thing about leadership? You don't have to be up here and someone else is down here and you're like, oh, we'll do this, do that or whatever. I believe leadership is just a step ahead of somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? If right. there's somebody else that's maybe a half step behind you or a step behind you in any area of life, like you can help them come up to that next level because of experience and because of what the Lord has shown you. So, uh, man, yeah, that's a lot of that. Everything. I say all that to say that, like it was during that season, I was just absolutely nuts. And what the Lord did for you know, my, uh, my wife and I now, uh, I mean, he healed us. I'm like, I could tell you just being real. I was not a fun guy to be around that time during yeah. that, that time. Yeah. I was like, I was super prideful. I was resistant to everything. Like it's not the Mitch that shows up on social media that people are like, Oh yeah, you're cool. With this, you know, whatever. No, it's a, it's a part of me that people don't see. Sure. And I mean, that, that part is gone, but the Lord, he, he corrected me so much, yeah. so much stuff. And I, now looking back on it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was that way, but he was using it. And, um, I mean, praise him for, for allowing Mary Kate to be in my life and that she was, she was praying for me every day. She, she took communion every day mm. for like in the, the process of like for me that mm. she, cause she didn't know where my head was at internally. I just wanted the Lord's will. So I was fully surrendered to the Lord. I just wasn't acting the way that I should. I'm like, Lord, I just want what you want. And uh, but she was taking communion. She was on the, the phone with her friends like every day, every other day, praying over me. There was people praying over me that I didn't even know about. And I didn't find this out until later. Like, so, man, what the Lord did during all of that and through her, um, man, she's like my I call her my apostle wifey because we had we had someone to speak a prophetic word over us that was just phenomenal. And he, he spoke uh, more of like a prophet type of thing for what the Lord wanted to do through me eventually, which I've already started to feel that. Sure. Uh, but he's like, she is a directly attached to you and your your gifting it, because it's no longer you and her like we were like you were just saying yeah. it's us together yeah. so he's like you will not be able to go in what you know to what the lord is calling you to do without her there as like you know the apostle and the prophet are all usually paired up Amen. like there's always something that's that's like that and uh so that's what i, I just do a joke and or she'll say something from time to time like you better listen to me i'm your apostle wife <laughs> you remember like She's so right, man. But uh, the Lord did so much during that season, just to kind of like wrap that up that, uh, you know, we ended up getting engaged, uh, you know, later on. And uh, man, we we decided to move, like we visited Charleston a couple of times and man, we just love it here. And the Lord's doing a lot right yeah. now. So that was, yeah. that was kind of the backstory. <laughs> uh, dude, I love it, man. Like that's, that's so needed because it gives perspective of, I think, multiple different things i mean season for you it's the same season that somebody else is going through and like you said about the leadership role like and i also think with leaders you can't lead in areas that you haven't experienced yet i mean yeah. you you can have a lot of head knowledge I, I mean for crying out loud people are like that with the bible bro like i know a lot of people that far surpass my knowledge of scripture but there's mm -hmm. no application and they're not leading anybody with it like I had a person get on one time I was talking, I don't even remember what it was right after COVID or something. So everybody was awry and there was a whole bunch of keyboard warriors on Facebook. There still is, but yeah. I, I was talking about something with the Lord and she was just correcting me with everything I said. And I was like, hold up. How many people have you discipled in the last six months? Yeah. Are, you, are you just one of those people that sit in your basement 
and try to poke holes in people's theology because it doesn't line up with the way that you think in your own obsessed season where it's just you and the Lord when it's actually just you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, like if you're not discipling anybody, if you're not committing to fellowship with the saints, like I'm probably not going to take everything you say with very much weight. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that God won't seclude you in his bosom and say, hey, you need to get these things right. But he's not going to pull you away from the very thing that he's trying to lead you with. Yeah. And, and a lot of times that's just people. My goodness, I got a 10 year old daughter and I promise you, like she hears very well from the Lord. And it's usually convicting straight at me. It's mm-hmm. it's usually something where she's like, Daddy, does that sound like Jesus? Yeah. You're right. You're you're exactly right. It's not it's not some drawn out prophetic word, although she's absolutely got those. And and she, I mean, my goodness, angels visit her. I, I mean, I could talk about it's crazy. Um, but I it's sometimes it's just a word like daddy. You know, I I saw what you said to mom. Like that that wasn't very Jesus-like. I don't think he would do that. And it's just like, oh, like you're so <laughs> right, baby. And I'm sorry, you know, like. And then on the flip side, I got this 16-year-old son whom I love and I'm well pleased. He is he's growing into understanding his his masculinity. He's growing into understanding his sexuality. I mean, all these different things, you know. And and I remember what it was like to be 16. And one thing that I've promised my kids is uh, you'll never have to learn about that stuff from somebody else or a movie or whatever, like I did. Like you're you're gonna know from dad's mouth. Um the things that were just this kind of disconnect between my father and I on some of those things. And it's not, I'm not casting stones. I'm not, I'm just saying, I think he did what he could with what he had and um, probably the way he was taught. And so, but, but like you said, when you, when you know um, the direction the Lord is taking you and, and, and building your family and building your trust with your, with not just your spouse, but with your children and, and you absolutely will, be a um, understanding of that one day. I think you already are. I want to talk about that for just a minute, by the way, I was thinking about this today. Like I love how God does this because there was things I learned throughout your program and our conversations to apply as a father, like mm-hmm. the knowledge that you gave me, like that you instituted into me. And I, this is how I know it was a direct download from God is that like when I applied it, it worked as a father, as a husband, and these are these are places, you know, where they are very intimate to me. Like these are people that I like I would stab somebody for my son. Like I, I just would. And, and I, I wouldn't think twice about it, you know, like or my daughter, you know, um, I'll go to do jail ministry from the inside. I don't care. Like there, there's just certain things that are my wife. That's my wife. You know, that's my rib, you know, and I'm not going to allow people to talk to her a certain way. But there's just things that you hit for me as a father and as a husband during that program. And during our talks, I was like, gosh, his wisdom is just, is so good. And and it was just, it was heavenly downloads and it was things I needed at the moment. And I think that God, he knew that because he knew that I, I was, I was a follower of you. I was following what you were doing. I was, I was implementing the program. I was doing these things. And so I love how he's able to arrange things in your life from people five, six, seven, 1200 miles away whom you've never met face to face whom i just knew from the first moment i saw your social media i was like yeah i'm i'm following this cat like i'm i'm in like i i just i could see the anointing on your life i could the conviction of the heart of the father was in your voice and i was like dude you know so i was telling all my buddies like 
atheist or not, I'm like, you need to follow this guy. <laughs> like, you, you need to follow him. You know, like he's got a lot of wisdom. And and so anyway, all that to say, man, like I appreciate like what you carry, man, and, and the knowledge that you carry. Even have yet to be a father, that the that download that God has given you to be able to speak to men is something that is it's special, bro. It's so special. And I know without a fact, like I know without a doubt for a fact, like he's preparing you as he's giving you that for those moments. And I I just, man, I'm elated to see where that goes for you guys and how that's how he does it. Like my, my excitement is like for you and for others, like, I mean, I can't wait to see how he does it, you know? Oh yeah. And, and, Man, so there's a lot, a lot of stuff up ahead for sure. You know, it's always interesting. I love the way the Lord works in so many ways, but it's like, he'll, he'll give us, he'll drop hints, you know, of what's coming up ahead a little bit when we're in tune with him. It's like, there it's, I kind of describe it as like, if you're on the freeway or the highway and you're looking to get off an exit, like, okay, me and my wife want to get off on the exit of having kids at some point soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's probably going to be some signs, you know, five miles out two miles out, one mile out, whatever that like your exits approaching, you know, and it's like when we're in tune with the Lord, he's going to start dropping those things into our spirit. I had a dream the other night of having twins, Come on, which would be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> so you're, you're we'll a twin. Happens. <laughs> uh, you're yeah, a and, twin. I, and I'm a twin, which is, which is kind of rare. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a rare thing to do to have a twin as, mm-hmm. as your twin, but um, who knows? And my mom said she thought the same thing. And she said like triplets and Mary Kate's like, I rebuke that. <laughs> But wait a minute, I'm the one carrying these. She said, hang on. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Um, So and I mean, we were prophesied over as well for having a very, very large family. We want to have, you know, I mean, however the Lord, however many the Lord Mm -hmm. wants us to have, but we definitely want to adopt as well. Um, There's we we both have that in our heart. That's just, uh, man, we're just like so excited just to have a big family and Mm -hmm. and what the Lord wants to do with that. So we'll see what happens, you know, in the next season. But um, but yeah, man, I just want to say that. Yeah. Thanks for uh, your (laughs) for all those, you know, kind words. It's uh, it's been quite the journey over, you know, trying to figure out what the Lord is saying to me. And my goal, like all the time was to just just share those things, Mm -hmm. because it's like hoping that there's another man out there that's going to be in similar situations um, that can maybe take some wisdom or stuff that I'm learning along the, on, along the way. And I think that's, isn't that the reason why we enjoy following people is because of their story, right? Yes. It's because yes. of like, as they share what they're doing and what they're going through, like we resonate with a lot of that. And uh, that's what I wanted to do for so many years. And it's like, fitness was a huge part of my life. still is. And it's like, the, and Jesus is a, is a, a huge part of my life, my whole life. So that's what you're going to get, you know, Amen. when, you know, when you're following me. So, uh, yeah. And, ju- and trying to, just, you know, put out those things as the Lord gives me new downloads. I've learned to just like, he'll give something to me. I'll sit on it for a little bit. I'll study it for a little bit and then boom, put it out. Yes. Uh, and, but it's, it's also putting it into action. Like you said, right. It's like, it's, it's not just knowing the word, but like actually putting it to use, putting it into action on a daily basis. And I, then that's one of the things I feel like the Lord is preparing me for that next season of like, you know, a fatherhood and, and, you know, he'll teach us things from, you know, what, how my dad was to me of like the things that I liked and the things that I didn't mm-hmm. and how, you know, I want to be better in a certain way. And, you know, Mary Kate and I will talk about that from time to time to time of like, what 
what we would want to do or how we would want our structure to be, um, you know, as parents. And, you know, we just have those discussions and we're always on the same page, which is just amazing when it comes to that. How the Lord speaks something to her. He usually speaks to her first and then, and then he'll give it to me like two days later. And she's like, oh yeah, the Lord told me like two days ago. I'm like, okay yeah <laughs> just I, hilarious I you know anybody. why he does that you know why he does that because we'll we'll take it and run with it and they've already processed it we're, we're, we're just like okay i got it let's yeah. go do it and they're kind of more like yeah. uh hang on we got to rifle through this for a moment and see you know what lines up here and yeah i i dude yeah. i get it i get it we talked a little bit about that on the phone and kind of how we are in similar circumstances with wives and and how mm-hmm. you know some of the same similarities and and um yeah but i I, dude, I know she's getting home tonight. I know you're excited about that. And so, um, I, if we need to, you know, jump, let me know. Cause I don't, I don't want, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're good. We're still good for okay. a little bit. So, okay. Well, like, as far as I know, the door yeah. has opened. So yeah, we can, I mean, we can tackle some of this other stuff that we were going to talk about. I mean, I know we're kind of going in different directions, but yeah, yeah no, man, no, no, I, I have, I have dude. So one of the things that I was thinking about with, um, with the ministry part of the ministry part of fitness. And I I love, I love the perspective that you have on this. And, um, it's like, and this is how I kind of look at it. And I know that you kind of see some of the same things I see, like in the gym, for instance, like, I don't feel like when you start bodybuilding or you start working out or you start running, I don't care what your passion is. Like, I don't feel like there's ever like an end goal. Like, all right, mm-hmm. I've arrived. I'm good. I, you know, I, I made it to IB, IB, whatever, I, IBBF Pro, whatever the case may be. Like, I made it to this point, and yeah, that's 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 it. That's the pinnacle. Like, I don't think it's ever a place to where you're satisfied. And I and I think that the Word of God is the same for us. Like, we we get the foundation, we build the legs, we get the foundation, we 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 understand what we stand on. We understand that Jesus is our rock of salvation that he is unshakable. And then that's what we stand on. Then we go on and we start building some other things, but I don't think we're ever to a point where it's like, I've arrived, you know, and I've seen ministers, I've seen pastors, I've seen preachers definitely feel that way. And, and then like the rug comes out and it's like, okay, I guess we got to humble you a little bit uh, to get you to, to realize where your strength actually comes from, you know, and I, I, I guess for the me, the gym part of things, it, I, t- I attest to that when I minister in the gym all the time because there's all, it always leads to that conversation if you're open to speak that conversation, like you said. And it's kids for me, the mo- mainly right now. I've noticed it's like teenagers. They'll come up to me like, "How do you get a wide back like that? How do you, you know it's whatever?" And it's Let's like. Start. Oh, yep. let me tell you, hang on. Um, do you know Jesus? You know, it's like, it's like <laughs> first of all, Jesus built this back. He's just, yep. it's on loan till I'm home to my eternal, like yep. when I shed this old tent, it's, it's done. Like yep. this thing's just on loan right now. And yep. not that I'm absolutely huge or anything, but you, it opens conversation because I think for the most part, most people that go to the gym are actually pretty awesome people. Um, yep. You you posted something one time, and I'm not trying to mess it up. I'm gonna paraphrase it. That when 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 uh, a female is looking at a male in the gym, and this was like a while back, but like she's not noticing you for your muscles. Like it's she she knows you have a hard work ethic. She knows you're probably successful somewhere. She so 
I think getting the perspective of that's not the only reason that we go and that that is the only reason that you go, it's you're probably missing out on a whole bunch of other things that you really need to understand why why you're there mentally, physically and spiritually. Like for guys, for us, it's it's an easy thing. Like this is the time with Jesus. This might be the only time during the day where I get full focus with my Jesus jams on and nothing else around me matters. And so instituting that in conversation to kids is, 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 or whoever, maybe, maybe they're older than me, but like, I think that understanding that principle that, that God is not separate from the gym. You said it earlier, you said, no, we're going to keep doing the same things. I just want in with you. Yeah. I, I just mm-hmm. want to be the, the biggest part of what you're doing, why you're doing that. And, uh, I, I just, I, I love that perspective, man. Can, can you speak a little bit on that with like, gym culture and we kind of talked about some of this stuff earlier but with where you see the gym culture going and where you see your vision going and and open dialogue in the gym about jesus i think for for me personally is something that's just going to grow would you would you agree with that oh yeah absolutely that's that's something that i believe we're going to see a whole lot more of and i mean the lord has already started to convict i mean he convicted me I mean, I, I mean, I pray to the gym and uh, over people, but uh, it's been more so of like when I get into into that rhythm, it's like my time with him, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, OK, we've had that time. It's been great. It's been awesome. You know, he's like, I'm still there with you. It's like, you know, Jesus is my spotter. He's there on that last set of like leg press when you feel like you're going to die and all the weight's <laughs> going to come falling down on you. It's like he's there, <laughs> you know, um, but he's given me more conviction. He's like, I don't want you to be so much in this bubble. Right. Like, and I've had people that will, you know, at the gym I work out at now here, now that's been a year since we, uh, since we moved here, uh, people are like, man, you seem so like intense, like when, you know, when you're training and I, I don't even realize that I'm just like, I'm in this bubble. Cause I love being focused. I'm just automatically focused. As soon as the music's on, it's like, we're, we're going for it. And, but the Lord was like, there's, if I'm placing people around you, like, don't be afraid to have a conversation or to have an extra couple minutes in between a set. If I'm calling you to, to speak to somebody or to pray over somebody like I, you don't think that your workout is going to be completely messed up and all of this. He's like, we've graduated. We've gotten to a new level now Come on, that it's not just about those things. He's like, that's going to come. You've established your physique. You've done all these things. And it's like, yeah, he's going to help us grow and and hit the, you know, the goals that we have in the gym. We all have those different goals that we want to hit, but it's to be open, right? In that gym environment and the gym culture, I think it's, about being open uh, to just the people around you. I think it would be a challenge to anyone listening to this that if if that's all you do, saying a prayer before you even walk into the gym, maybe you're in your car or something, you're like, Lord, will these bring people across my path that I can bless in some way, shape or form, whether it's a word, whether you drop a word of knowledge into me that I could just you know speak over someone's life, um, just you know something. And, and then also I I added this to it that Lord would, the Lord would bring people across my path that would bless me without even expecting it. You know, it's like I've had many times like that of conversations that would just come up and I'm like, man, I feel so blessed by this conversation. I never expected it to happen. And um, it's just amazing what the Lord will do, because I have people think they're like, man, I thought you were like one way. And now that we're talking, you're completely different than what I thought. Sorry for <laughs> and I was like, you. yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, Mary Kay calls it my resting Mitch face resting because I'm just, you're never going to let that one down, bro. You should have never told me that. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, for real. That's and she's like, you're just so you're just so serious when you're at the gym because she wants me to be, you know, a little bit more loving. And I'm like, sure. babe, I'm in focus mode. She's like, I know, but I'm still your wife. So I'm just like, I I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better. <laughs> little steps, little steps, man. Oh, yeah. I love that, bro. Yeah. And, I, and I see that too, man. I see that too. I think the dialogue's always been open if we would just step into it. And yeah, you know, we 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 search for these certain places i think of open portals right like like open well portals probably not the right i don't know what the right word is but like you know during during worship set uh, during church there's a different atmosphere than when the message is being taught and and i think that we're like a lot of times in life we attest to that to the hour and a half service that we came from it's like okay well, now this is supposed to happen when God's like, no, I'm here now. Like I, we, it's go time now. Like you said yeah. it, it's, it's go time. That's how he is. I believe with like wanting people to experience him in his fullness and his spirit and want wanting people to encounter him, whether it's in the gym or the library or the, in, in the checkout aisle at Costco, what does, where, wherever it might be like those, those are open opportunities for you and Holy spirit to share the knowledge that you have from Jesus, to be able to infect that person with truth, with love, and even understanding. Sometimes people just need a stinking hug, man. Sometimes people just need like, are you okay? Like, are you doing all right? You know, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, but we just walk by these people every day and it's like, oh, there's Jim again. He, you know, he's hitting leg press. It looks like he went up 10 pounds today. Maybe Jim needs somebody to come over and ask how he's doing. You know, it doesn't have to be this in-depth Bible study at that moment. It could be like, Hey bro, how's your soul, man? How's everything going? You know, how, you good? And there's different gym lingo that we all use, but it's a start. Yes. It's a way in. And I love that, man. I just, I love how you don't shut that off. One of the things that I told um, the, the, the people that I work for now, uh, when they hired me, I said, I said, you know who you, you know who you got. And they were like, yeah, we know. And I'm like, I don't put Jesus on a shelf when I come to work. I just want you to know, like, he's he's with me. And anyway, uh, I work with juveniles, so I can't go deep into that. But um, I, it's a ministry minefield, man. Like, it really oh, truly yeah. is. And, and, I, and I love the avenues that God has given me to reach people for his glory. And just by a simple word or, or a simple, you know, look into the eye, are, are you okay? Are you doing okay? Because so many people don't get that. They're not getting it in, in other areas of their life, but you have an opportunity uh, to give to give them that. Um, just to feel noticed. Yes. When people when people just like, it, that's all it takes. And that's that's what the Lord has been convicting me of so much more. Is that in, And I just encourage, like, it's like anyone listening to this, to just have the the eyes to see this or just to, to, to be open to what the Lord wants to, to show you. Like if you, if you pray and you ask him to reveal people to you that need, you know, his love and that need or, or encouragement that day, or just need to be noticed. Like, it's like, oh, you know, they just think they're own they're in their own little world. They're doing their own thing and, and no one really cares because everyone's at the gym for themselves. Like, it's just mm-hmm. it just is what it is. But, yeah, just have our eyes to see um, those that just may need something, um, man, just to be noticed. There's what that could do for someone's day is just absolutely incredible. Like, yeah, I had a story in the gym with the well, he's a buddy of mine now, but he was he came over and talked to me when I was starting to do legs. This was back when I lived in Phoenix and I was doing like calves to to get warmed up and stuff and he's standing next to me and he's he's talking about stuff with work um but he was you know saying how he's, he's like somewhat frustrated because he, he was working at that gym as a trainer 
And he's like, he kind of felt like the outsider a little bit that he was kind of being pushed out. You know, so, some workplaces are like that. It's just unfortunate. You know, it's like if you're the odd man out and you're just kind of different, you know, it's like people will just, you know, do that to you. And, and I just felt like I was sitting there and I was like kind of finishing my set as he was like talking to me and sharing this stuff. And I was trying to encourage him and everything too. And the Lord was just like, just pray over him right now, pray over him right now. And um, so I just like stopped what I'm doing. I'm like, bro, let's just pray. Like, can I pray over you right now? And it's like, I knew he was like a believer, but I didn't know like right. how much or whatever, but I just started going at it. Like put it with my hand on his shoulder, like got the headphones on and everything. And I'm just like, you know, just start rebuking things and just declaring uh, just the, the Lord's love over him. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't, it, it, sometimes we don't know what the effect will be of when we step out in obedience yeah. of something like that. Uh, because when, when I was done praying, I felt lit up. I was ready to go. I mean, I was at the beginning of my workout. I'm pretty sure I had a lot of pre-workout in me. So I was all, I don't even know what I was saying, but it was a lot. And, um, but he just kind of like, he kind of like nodded and he's like, thanks man. And then like, just turns and walks away. That's all he said. He didn't say there wasn't anything else. There wasn't just like, you know, it, it was, it was less than what I thought he was going to do. Let's just say that. Like, I thought there, I thought he was going to, you know, interact a little bit more, um, but then it was, you know, after that, he ends up, you know, following up with me. It was, you know, a couple of weeks later that he's like, bro, that he's like that day that you you came in, I actually threw him one of my mindset fitness shirts that it was that that day, too, because um, he was asking for it for a while. And I was like, I think I still have one around here. And I just like, you know, gave it to him. And he's like, bro, that day that you gave me that shirt and you like prayed over me, like stuff just completely changed. It, like it shifted. And like he's. He, he started to turn towards the Lord. He started to get convicted of his sin. We weren't wow. even praying about that. Wow. Like, but he was, he started to make this shift and this change of like, I'm going to go after the Lord. And like, I don't want this stuff in my life. And he's like, I, I want to live in, in my mission and purpose. I don't know what that is yet, but he, he was just now focused. Mm-hmm. And, and I just thought it was so crazy of what the Lord, you know, wants to do in such a, a simple act of obedience that happened right there on the gym floor mm-hmm. of how many times, how many opportunities can we have? to do something like that. It doesn't matter where we are. It just so happens that we love the gym. And if we're going to spend an hour or two there a day, like there's probably going to be some people that need the love of the father. And the the ripple effect of that could be so much more than we could ever see, you know? And it was after that day when I prayed over him as well, this, this girl came over to me that like, I I'd met her like one time, but she like, I have no idea of her history or anything like that. She was a little bit younger than me. And she's like, were you, were you just praying over him? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Come on. And I was like, right. It's like, it's, like, it's awesome. I'm like there needs to be more of it. And she's like, yes, there, there does. And, and she just, and she walks away. And I was like, so people were noticing. I thought it was so busy. I thought people didn't even care, but like she saw. So all that to say, we don't know what the Lord is going to sure. do with these things, but there's something that happens when you step out in that obedience, there's like this fire that is just turned up on the inside where you're like, I'm going to pray over everybody now. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you get one person, you're like, everybody in this place is going to get lit up right yes, now. Like, you know yes. what I mean? It's like, you know, that feeling. Yes, bro. It's like, yeah, you line them up, line them up. And yep. I, I think that we, we tapped into this a little bit earlier, but like hearing the voice of God, what, no, it was your video. I watched your video today. You were talking about hearing the voice of God and, and we probably, people don't realize a simplistic, understanding of hearing the voice of God um, because there's so many distractions. And I was, I was actually watching it as I was doing cardio at the gym. I was watching your video and um, I, I want people to know, and maybe you can help me with this. 
because hearing the voice of God and then relaying what you're hearing is is prophecy. If you guys don't know that, that's what prophecy is. It's hearing from the Lord and then and then speaking what you hear from the Lord. I mean, go read the Old Testament, go read the New. It happens all the time. And and uh, if you go read First Corinthians fourteen one, it, un- it gives us understanding that it's to build up the ecclesia. It's to build up the church. It's it's to get her at her best. It's like prophecy to me is like um, the coach that comes in and it's just like, let's go, you know, we got stuff to do. And, and a prophecy is Jesus that, uh, the revelation says that the testimony of Jesus Christ is a spirit of prophecy. And so uh, this is what we are called to do. We are called to encourage one another and build one another up. And, and I, and I think that we get this clouded skewed, um, understanding of just hearing from God and doing what he's asked us to do. And, and I've had people ask me multiple times, like, well, it just flows from you, man. It's like you hear directly from him. I'm like, so do you. Yeah. Like, and there's a million things that I've missed because I wasn't paying attention. I said, so don't elevate me to some level of understanding that's that's greater or higher than what you have access to. Because mm-hmm. if you have the same spirit that I have, which is the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, then you have the same gifts, maybe different areas and various of gifts, but everybody has the ability to hear God. Jesus wouldn't have said things like, my sheep hear me they know my voice and they hear me like mm-hmm. the, he wouldn't say things like that if he didn't mean it. And so just one example, and you can attest to this, I'm sure in your own life, but I was, and, and he speaks over loud things, but we just have to be tuned in. I was on my bike one day riding. I love, I have a Harley. I just love to go. I was rolling down the road one day and, and just roaring. I mean, and I, and I always tell people like, cause I used to ride on Saturdays a lot. And then I preach all that day on Sunday and they'd be like, where do you get that message? I'd be like 40 mile ride from here to there. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and so I say two, two wheels, uh, four wheels move the body, but two wheels move the soul. That's what I tell people. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I'm rolling one day down the highway and, and, and I went by a friend of mine's house who God rest his soul is no longer with us, but I went by his house um, and I heard the Lord say, turn around. I was like, I'm on my ride. Like I'm, I'm rolling right now. This is our time. He's like, I know turn around and go back. I get like two miles down the road, bro. And the conviction is so strong. Like mm-hmm. I can't even twist the throttle anymore. I'm like, okay, I heard you. So I turn around, I go back and I, and I, and I stop at his house and we chit chat and we go inside and there's a, there's a uh, guitar sitting there. And he's like, we're halfway through this conversation, maybe 20, 30 minutes in. He's like, do you know what you saved me from? I said, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, I was about ready to check out about 20 minutes ago. I was, he was going through a lot of pain, a lot of nerve pain and a lot of things going on, you know, that he was anointed man of God and he, and he preached the word and did great things for the Lord. He just couldn't understand why this pain and this agony toward the end of his life was happening. And, and, um, I said, man, I, I didn't have a clue. I said, I got, I need to repent because God had to tell me three times to turn around. I said, I should have been here about five, 10 minutes earlier. Um, and he goes, no, he's in uh, anyway. Um, I saw that guitar and I said, man, I think you're just supposed to just to string unto the Lord, man. Just when you start feeling that way, I said, what, what's that? He said, well, I used to play, you know, a little bit. I was like, pick it up and start playing again, man. Just whatever. I didn't, it wasn't like, Hey, Hey, Scott, you know, it, it was a feeling, it was a word, it was a, yeah. I feel like you're supposed to play that guitar, dude, you know? And so he did. And, you know, he, he slipped into eternal grace, you know, a couple years later and 
but his wife reminded me of that, you know, a little wow. later on after he's like, I, she, she came up to me and basically the same word said, I don't think you realize what you saved him from that day. Wow. And I said, well, it was Jesus. I, I can only attest to that because I was on a mission and I wanted yeah. to ride, you know, mm -hmm. I said, so I didn't save him. The Lord saved him. I said, but I, I, you know, but those types of encouragements, I think that people, God allows for that because it, it allows us to believe, yeah, we are hearing correctly. We are. And so the, the girl coming up to you after, like, that's awesome. That's just confirmation from the Lord. Like you just stepped in to be obedient, to do what you were told to do. And I think so many times people are looking for this drawn out sentence when God's just saying one thing, pray for that yeah. person, Mitch, pray mm -hmm. over him. No, uh, ta you're talking enough, pray over him. Like, and if we'll be obedient to do that, th those who are faithful and little will be given much more because yeah. we have to be faithful in the little things for, for our faith to grow. First of all, our, this is a growing faith for us too. When we're doing that in obedience, it stretches our faith, just like the gym stretches our muscles. And we can come to a place with God where it's like those moments, like, yeah, I'm off. Everybody's getting prayed for and getting mm -hmm. prophesied over, you know, <laughs> and those places, the gym is, the gym is a ministry minefield, bro. It's a mm -hmm. ministry minefield. It really is. It's it's a place where people are coming in. You got people that have just been divorced. You have people that that are battling demonic oppression. Let's just be honest. Oh, yeah. that, that are battling mental illness. That are battling physical ailments. I mean, it's a ministry minefield. Everybody in the gym should be getting their hands laid on them. Like, oh, yeah. it, it's just the way. It's just the way that I think that the perspective is changing. And we talked about that. I think the perspective of the gym is changing. You know. Yeah thankful for all those dudes that set the bar you know for Rigno, arnold all these other dudes but i i just watched this thing with arnold the other day and i you know i i'm not obsessed with this man i watch documentaries so i can be informed like i don't awesome he did what he did pretty cool um but like my whole my whole perspective on this was like imagine this dude getting saved Imagine oh, yeah. Arnold just becoming sold out for Jesus instead of just talking about God from platforms that'll get in boats or whatever. Imagine oh, like him actually being sold out to the Lord and like oh, not yeah. about like the the inf you talk about influence, the influence oh, that yeah. these people have. Um I I prophesied a word about five years ago when I was preaching in Buckland that we were going to see in the upcoming seasons, years multiple different celebrities coming to the, coming to the lord like where is this going to be like it was just going to happen and one of the first ones was um what's his name the dude that wears the luigi outfit the rapper uh wow. chance the chance chance the rapper oh, chance the rapper yeah, yeah yeah he was one of them that came out and i was like because it just came out of my mouth one day during a sermon like it just blew and i and like a week later two weeks later i was like holy moly chance the rapper just came out and said that he's like taking some time off to go be with god and grow in the lord and you know and then you got people now like grangers granger smith and you got all these you know, yeah. these other artists that are going into ministry yeah doing great things and so that kind of leading into this next thing that i want to chat with you about with with prophecy and and this this story bro like i told you over the phone that sent chills up and down my spine when, when i watched this video and the timing was impeccable. You sat on this word until you, until the Lord told you, okay, Mitch, release it, which to me is phenomenal of itself, because I do believe that I've had words that I was supposed to sit on 
that I let fly too early and it and it broke me because I didn't see the fruit from that that I wanted to see from it. Like, so I just believe that did God use it for blessing on some things? Yeah, but you know, it could have had a larger impact. So the fact that you prefaced in that video that this happened went multiple months ago, whatever, and yeah. then you were you, you were at ease to release the word and this this um this understanding that you heard a, a word from the lord about these demonic practices these demonic principalities and, and in your dream that you had can you can you talk a little bit about that i want I, like i just i think that this is going to bless some people because there's a lot of dreams being released right now from heaven and people need to know how to understand these things so i would love your insight on this oh absolutely that's uh and i mean yeah like you said these it was actually two, I'll take that back. I have had three specific dreams that I know were from the Lord, 100% from the Lord. Uh, two of them were very unique in the fact that, I mean, one was more so towards like like end times type of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and just, I think the Lord showing me that the, the power in me is much greater than anything. It was like this confidence, like this, you know, there, there was people that were just... The, like these bad guys came in and they were touching people and they were turning into these zombies and stuff just with one touch. And this guy comes over and touches me and it burns on my arm. It like burns. Then and it started to like go up my arm and then it reversed back the other direction. Like I was just being healed, like it wasn't working. And he's like, this one is going to be resistant. Come on. And then all I all I said was, Holy Spirit, come. And this guy gets boom, just laid out on the floor. It was actually two guys. And then I start touching people and they just get set free, get set free, like from whatever mind control they were under. It was like, bam, 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 all over the place. I was so amped up. That was that was one dream, but very, very brief version of that. That was one of the first dreams I ever shared on TikTok. But the ones that you're talking about, when I woke up from both of them. So each of these, I believe, to, to kind of do a, an over, how do I describe this? how the Lord gave me this, this perception of these principalities, the Lord was warning me of the specific principalities that we, well, specifically, I was going to be going up against in my ministry, but also what I believe men of the church in general are going to be up against, and if not everybody in the church, because it, it does affect men and women um, pretty, pretty equally. Uh, but when I woke up from both of these dreams, the, I mean, the first one was, you know, it was probably about, it was like early after I got married. Yeah. But I mean, Mary Kate was there for, for both of them. And she, she, well, she's waking me up because I'm like, I'm, I'm breathing heavy. I'm just like, or I'm saying stuff or whatever I'm saying. And I had goosebumps from head to toe for like, it was at least 20 to 30 minutes mm -hmm. after I woke up. Like it was in waves. If you just imagine just like, mm -hmm. like for just, mm -hmm. it just head to toe. And I was like, I couldn't tell if I was cold or or hot or what it was. And I was sitting there just like, kind of like shaking. And Mary Kate's like, what happened? What happened? You know, what, you know, tell me about it. Like what's going on. And I was like, and I couldn't even really get out the words to try and describe it. And you know, my jaw was like shaking. So I was like trembling. Like it was, it was nuts. I've never experienced anything like that in my whole life. But if y'all want to hear some of the, you know, the specifics of this, of this one dream, um, y'all can you know, look at my video yes. on TikTok or on, yes. on Facebook. I posted it on there, but the, the specifics of it towards the end of it, I walk into this big barn, like mansion hotel looking type of building. It looked like an old building, like from the shining. That was the only, that was the first thing I thought of. And I was like, oh, this looks like a really old hotel of sorts, like the, the just the way it's designed. 
And there's this the double doors that are in front of me. It's kind of like this hallway. And there's these double doors that are in front of me. I'm now inside, but it's a separate door. And there's glass panels on the side and there's glass panel on the top and there's brilliant light that's shining through. And I mean, I was being chased from, you know, from outside by all these little like gremlin demon things. And I was rebuking them. They couldn't touch me. They tried. They were like building up. There were so many of them trying to come after me. So I get into this building and, and I see this light that's coming through and I turn back towards all these little demons and they're terrified. Mm. Like they book it out of this building. And even in my mind, like when I, when I was telling this story, they're like, oh, is, you know, is that, you know, is that, you know, Jesus behind the, <laughs> behind there that was like scaring these demons? Oh no, it was from their own camp. And so this is like why it was so intense for me is as soon as I turned around after they all bailed up out of there, I lifted up my right leg and I kicked the doors in and immediately said, hello, Lilith. And I hadn't, and to my knowledge, heard that name before. Right. And it was so clear. I in my dream, it was like it was I, I knew who she was. It was there was no there was no second guessing it. Like she and I had had exchanged hands at some point before you know multiple times like that's what it was in my head that like she knows who i am i know who she is like we've been going at this for a minute like what's up like right, you're right. here type of thing and she was just sitting there or she was floating off the ground you know just pure black evil figure with white just everywhere she was like in this white dress and just like this white like false light i had it was it was a false light that was coming off of her and and she flew at me so fast that like and that's when i woke up she was angry she was just super upset and just boom, just straight at my face and like bam that's when i woke up and she was upset she was super upset so uh and the other one was actually jezebel which is you know a lot of people hear about jezebel that was a whole different one too but very very similar the way they looked except jezebel was black and purple for some reason okay and uh but she sensed i'm not gonna go into that whole dream but in essence she sensed my masculinity immediately mm -hmm. as soon as i passed over her she was like she woke up she came after me wow. like immediately so just those two dreams to say because of the way i woke up from those dreams and, and how intense it was that's how i know that they were separate from other things that i've experienced and the, i just truly believe the lord was giving us a prophetic uh warning of what was to come mm -hmm. and it was just so crazy and why i was sitting on that for a while because i was like lord this is really weird and I, and I had to look up i'm like who's lilith and i'm like yeah. is she in the bible you know and it's like she's mentioned as a you know a, a night demon in isaiah 34 14 and different translations and stuff mm -hmm. it's like she's in there but there's there's so many you know so much folklore and myths sure. around who she was um but I actually have the, the quote in front of me that I put on that video, and it says she's described as a dangerous demon of the night who's sexually driven, the mother of demons, who steals and kills babies, mm. and who is also attached to the seducing succubus spirit that tempts men in their dreams. Mm. So if anyone knows of the incubus and succubus spirits, those are the ones that are like pretty much cause all the sexual dreams and, and things like that. So if anything to say lilith is very um this principality i believe is very multifaceted mm -hmm. it's not just one specific thing that she's really like involved in there's a lot with the children a lot with babies and sacrifice and all those things as well mm -hmm. but there's also the, the the temptation of men which goes directly into the whole jezebel world as well mm -hmm. the control um 
And I, I just believe this is a prophetic warning for all of us. And then what do you know? We what of the last month, two months ago, yeah. when all the Lilith stuff started to pop up with KFC yeah. and the billboard yeah. and the Diablo four game. And I was like, and that's when the Lord was like, green light, yeah. tell the, tell the, <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. And now yeah, people are dressing up like her. And I just, I keep seeing more and more videos of it. I'm like, who, I'm like, will this trying to come out? I'm like, the Lord told me a long time ago, yeah. like, we're not having this. Yeah. We're not having this whatsoever already one step ahead yeah. man or three or four and um I, I i think that i think that people man i i love the warning behind it because that's what prophets do they warn they warn go read the old testament they've warned the israelites numerous times about what's going to happen if if they keep worshiping false gods and false idols and i think that that's some things that we've just skipped over like but for god to give you or allow that dream to happen allow that dream to happen like mm. there's purpose behind that and these people these kids they're playing games they're they're playing the video games they're they're into this specific demonic realm and they don't even know it bro that's yeah. that's what the warning is it's like open your eyes and yeah. see it for what it is because are are we going to get labeled crazy well, yeah, but so so did Noah, you know. Oh, yeah. He he got labeled as crazy, you know, and, and st until it started to rain, and and mm -hmm. so did these prophets of old. Like, you know, many of them were persecuted for speaking the truth, for speaking the prophetic word that God had given them, and it's still that way today. I mean, I see it, I see it in, in ministry at large. But the fact that we're just digesting it and we're just taking it in like it's no big deal. It's like no. You need to have your spiritual eyes on. Paul understood this in, in Colossians 3. He says to fixate your eyes toward things above. There's a reason for that because mm -hmm. we need to have heaven's perspective on earth. We need to have heaven's perspective on the spiritual realm, the physical realm, and the demonic realm. And what's going on? I mean, we, good Lord, I just did a video a week or two ago about Ephesians 6.12 of what our battle is actually against. It's not mm -hmm. against flesh and blood. If I always alluded it to this way when I taught Ephesians six, you know, because I had I had a uh, youth group for a long time. And I'm like, what does it mean? You know, and I thought, well, OK, if if you, if Tommy jumps up and, and he punches Timmy in the face, like there's something physical, there's a physical altercation that happened there. That fist connected with that mouth. But something happened before that fist got to that mouth. Yep. Emotions were arise. There was something going on around you that happened before that manifested physically. There was a war lost or won in the spirit if you, before you threw that punch. Like, yep. did you listen to Holy Spirit say, that's probably not a good idea. You're going to get in trouble and you might hurt him. Or did you just react out of emotion like the enemy wants us to and disguise it as emotions when it's actually a demonic spiritual attack on you? You know, oh, yeah. we see yeah. these things everywhere. And like, the Lord really had me break that down. Like when I first started ministry, like you're going to need to understand what it means to wear armor. You're going to need to understand what it means to fight. And you're going to need to understand what it means to rest. Those are some things that he just spoke to my heart clear as day, because I'm like you, I get an idea. I'm like, let's go, you know? Yeah. And, and we don't, I don't a lot of times take the time to sit on that like you did and wait for the green light and the green light came and you you released it and guys i need you to go watch these videos like i i really i i can't push that enough go watch go go follow mitch on tiktok go watch the videos go on instagram find him um on facebook as well and 
dive into these videos for yourself. Do your own research. Study them because I'm telling you, the wisdom of the Lord is in these videos. I, I, um, I would not follow somebody if I didn't see that. And I know that you wouldn't either. You're not just going to blindly uh, follow somebody's ministry or Facebook page if, if it's not somebody that you know that is aligned in the spirit of God. And so I, I really I can't push that enough. Like I want you guys to see these videos. I want you to go, go, go view the one on the Ark of the Covenant. Go view this one about, you know, about Lilith and just to get a deeper understanding of a spiritual warfare that we're in daily. Like yeah. our, the battles, the battles fought and won on our knees. It really is. It, it's fought and won on our knees and prayer and, 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 and uh, prophecy and uh, petition and the things that we're sending to God. We're asking him for um, thanking him for what he's already done and the spirit of worship, man. Like there's let worship be your worship. Like let it, let it come in, let it resonate with you. Let, let the spirit of God surround you in such a way that you can't deny his presence. And, oh, bro, I, I just, I, I think that that's one thing that's just so missed, man. The, just mm. the diving into the spiritual realm of things. Like we just chalk things up to, well, so-and-so got voted in and so-and-so did this and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's at the ballots. Bro, it's mm. not, it's not, yeah. it's, it's whole, it's a whole, we don't even have time to cover it on this episode. Like we, oh yeah, that's, that's the whole thing in itself. But, but just just recognizing the spiritual warfare that that's at play and what happens in the physical, it's already happened in, in the spiritual realm. Boom. Like, and it's more, I, I arguably is more real than what we experience right now because that's what will be in eternity. So that's there's a whole lot more that we don't see. But yeah, just having those those open eyes and and understanding and just just seeing the, these things that are going on around us because the the Lord is waking a lot of us up to it. And um, I mean, and then another uh, one of those videos is the Hezekiah prophecy that I put out uh, that was really really intense as well. That I sat on that for a minute uh, for the just it was more specific, of course, towards uh well i mean it was a lot of things but basically the story of hezekiah i believe there was bits and pieces of his story that were all prophetic for the next three years going forward so that would be another good video that that i put out there and um not like the lord speaks to me prophetically all the time but they're the significant ones i feel like he's releasing them so yeah <laughs> we'll see we'll see what he does with it but he's always given us warnings and he's he's preparing his troops amen. he's preparing his troops for battle i mean at the end of the day that's what it is so. amen amen well bro uh, I, I want to give you time to, to, uh, wind down and, and I know your bride's coming home soon and I, and I want to, I want to honor that time and, and allow you to just to be ready for her and, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I cannot tell you how excited I am like for this video to get out for this podcast to be out. I, I know that there's much more that we are going to cover later. Uh, oh, we got a lot more to, to talk about for sure, man. Yeah, we'll do it. I'm just elated for what the Lord is doing with you, man. I really am. I, I can't wait to like, either on this side or the other, man, I can't wait to just give you a big hug, bro. Like I, <laughs> I, I just, man, I feel like, I feel like, you know, I, I feel like I've known you, man, forever. Oh, and for I, sure. I just, I, I'm elated to see what the Lord is doing in your life. And I am excited to be a part of it. Like, just bits and pieces of your life, man. Um, so uh, keep cranking the videos out, bro, as the Lord leads. Keep keep doing uh keep doing your thing in ministry. Um so I do want to plug this, man. I do wanna I want people to know where they can find you. Um I we spoke a little bit about it earlier, but I think that it coming out of your mouth might 
might uh, grab a little bit more attention. So where can you be found, bro? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you, it, I have my new website that just, I put up a couple months ago for the, my main program, uh, that it's pretty much the only thing that I'm really focusing on at, at this point right now, it's called kingdom fit Academy. It's under kingdomfit.academy. And, um, there's a little bit of information, you know, on that site and stuff too, but I mean, through any of my social medias through, you know, through TikTok, and I usually answer DMS more so through Instagram or Facebook, um, but just about more of, of what the program is and the kind of guys that are like getting into it. But I mean, it's all, I mean, you, you, anyone can find me uh, on any of those platforms. Um, but basically what I'm focusing on with that program is just getting, you know, the right guys into it that want to level up. They feel the calling of the Lord to grow, um, you know, physically, but more specifically spiritually, that mm -hmm. there's this, there's this, there's this hunger for more of the Lord in their life. Maybe he's preparing you for marriage or for the next season of your life or, you know, healing from stuff. We go through a progressive process for four months of of getting free of things, breaking off chains, getting equipped, um, learning how to fight back in spiritual warfare, like all these things we we tackle. I'm trying to sum all of it up because we do a lot, um, but at the same time, getting after it in the gym yeah. and and getting to those those physical goals, getting healthy, improving testosterone, which is just like such a massive yeah. subject on its own. You know, we do all these things within this program. So um, that's, I mean, that's what they can, you know, anyone can find me on that on the social medias or hit me up with other questions and stuff. I really love getting to have conversations with men individually about, you know, what the Lord is doing in their life. Like it's, it's, it's by application too. I only bring the, the right guys that the Lord is bringing into the program as well, um, because I know he's equipping his warriors and it's, yes. it's his at the end of the day. So yeah, um, that's what I'm working on right now. Then also, like I said, I, I would mention that I'm working on also a Kingdom Fit 40 day challenge because I wanted to be able to help as many people as I can. So for the guys that maybe won't be able to do that, that coaching with me specifically, uh, it's going to be a program that I'm going to put out just a 40 day challenge that's going to have it's going to have like pieces of like 75 hard kind of like that, but like a biblical version, yeah, but just yeah. way cooler. Awesome. Just you know, all that stuff in there. So 40 days, it's like if you're a man that is struggling, just feeling passive and stuck in your life physically and spiritually, you take this 40 day challenge, you do what I have, you know, within the program, 40 days later, it's going, you're going to be different. Let's go. And it's, you're going to be just set on pace for whatever the Lord has after. So that's the goal. I'm, I'm in the middle of putting that together right now. I'm not sure when it'll be out, but stay tuned for that. Praise God, man. I want to, uh, I want to share this with you guys. So I was blessed. Mitch asked me to write a little bit about, um, what I experienced, uh, with, with the program that I did with you. And I, I mm. you guys can go One on here. first, bro. Yeah. 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 So you can go on here. You can see what, uh, yeah. what applying this man's principles to working out and, and not just working out your body, but your spirit and the, your mind, all the above. And this is just a short, I could have written 18 pages on this, but I had to condense it because there were some other people that need to be on here too. So, uh, this says Mitch is a God fearing people, loving muscle bound brainiac who has created a system in training that will absolutely change your life. If you follow the program and give it your all, it has helped me build a confidence that shows up in my daily life at home as a husband and a father and in the community as a leader, I am forever grateful for what the Lord has done and continues to do through Mitch and his training. And I think I could just tie ministry to that, like, uh, through his ministry, because that's what this is guys. And the thing I love about this man is, is there's so many cookie cutter programs out there and this is not it. If you want a cookie cutter program, do not 
enter into this program. This is in-depth stuff. This is, he said it, he wants God's warriors. God wants warriors in this hour to understand masculinity. And guys, testosterone, all these things, he goes over, it's important stuff. Like testosterone is what drives us as a man to do yes, the sir. things that we do. And so mm -hmm. it's important. Um, another thing I wanted to plug, if, if, if you're still doing this, the, uh, where is it? It was just on here. The uh, unmasking, unmasking manhood. Is that still available? I, I printed that oh, off yeah. and I'm, I'm like going to give that to a, a lot of dudes. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it out. It's yeah. That's one of the, the first things I, I wanted to put out something free that has really good information in there of, you know, the, the seven, key things of like we're talking about the enemy and, and preparing and understanding what his tactics are it's the you know it's the seven main things that are affecting our testosterone as men right now mm -hmm. but then also of course you know me it's like i gotta tag on all the spiritual side of stuff yes. too of how we are yes. being attacked and uh it's just it's unmasking the enemy when it comes to all these things and how we can start to fight back so yeah i put that out for free it's on um kingdomfit.academy it's on the on the front page people could just go and download it right there for free uh, no, it's not too, too long, but there's a lot of stuff I pack in there. Yep. Here it is, guys. Get on there. If you, even if you're like not in the mood to join the program, go download that unmasking manhood, go down, download that yeah. and read it, print it out, share it with your buddies. Cause I guarantee you, this is going to help you be more in tune to understanding what your what products you're using right now and the things that are actually affecting you as a man and and, and in hopes my honestly my in hopes is that you will get connected with this man and do the program i'm telling you it works it is proven um i loved it and it made me literally changed my life in many different areas and so i'm super grateful for you bro i'm praying for you constantly by the way i need you to know that like oh, i'm yeah, always thanks. thinking about you man and and where, where God is leading you and taking you. Um, so I'm thankful, man. And I would be, I would be blessed if you would pray us, pray us out of this thing, man. Oh, absolutely. It's been amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to say thank you too, man. I, I really, I truly appreciate it. Always praying for you as well. Um, just been truly blessed by your friendship and, um, everything over these last however many years now, man, just super thankful and excited to be on here, having these conversations and more in the future. Yes. But, 100%. All right, dude, let's pray. Yeah. yeah. Father God, I just want to thank you so much for this time that you've given us um, just to have this conversation, to, to lift you up, to give you all the glory for everything that you're doing. Um, it's, you're just so, so good, Father. And I just I want to lift up every single person that's under the sound of my voice, especially the men that are that are here listening to this, um, just to, to know that they are loved. Father, we know that the when your love hits these men's hearts, nothing will be the same. That they will be completely changed just like i was it was it was a catalyst towards so many amazing things that you had for me up ahead but that season needed to happen so father i pray for these men that maybe have like resisted that season or been pushing it off or they just feel the calling to go out into deeper waters with you father that they would that they would do it that there wouldn't be any hesitation from this day forward they would fully surrender just approaching the throne room and kneeling down before yes. you father that they would just get on their face before you there's something so powerful about about kneeling before our king mm -hmm. and where this this humility takes over and all pride has to leave in jesus name so father i just declare all that over over these men and anyone under the sound of my voice that they will be set free that they're that you would just instill in them their true identity and who you made them to be especially as sons and daughters 
that your love would just shower over them completely, Father, and that you would start to give them new downloads into what's coming up next, Father, what's ahead for them in the in the seasons to come, Father. We know you're preparing your, your warriors for battle. Yes. You're preparing us and, and giving us divine wisdom and knowledge, Father. I just pray that you continue to do that. Just shower over your people right now, Father, with uh, just these, these words of knowledge, with dreams, with visions. Uh, there's so many exciting things, Father, that I, I truly believe in my spirit that are going to be happening very, very quickly mm. uh, in your body. And um, Father, we're just we're just so thankful. I'm so overwhelmed by your presence and, and your love, Father. I just pray that same thing over every single person under the sound of my voice, yes. that if they, they get anything from this, Father, that they would just sit with you. Mm. They would just sit with you and feel your love for them. That, even if it was just for them, he would still send Jesus. He would mm -hmm. still die willingly mm -hmm. for them, that he is chasing after them right now, that they are being called back to him right now for those who are lost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this time that we've had. I pray for blessings over every single person under the sound of my voice and that Jesus, you would just rock their world and speak through them, in them and through them to their people of um, influence, anyone that's in their inner circle. Father, you're doing so many amazing things. We just come into agreement with the kingdom of heaven right now for all of it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, we will be getting in touch and we will be we'll be getting another episode knocked out soon. Um, again, guys, go follow, go follow Mitch. Go, go find him on social media. Um, come on over to fan the flame pod at gmail.com if you want to shoot me an email about the episode. Um, anything you want to ask Mitch, uh, hit him up. I'm sure he'd be more than happy and more than elated to to point you in the right direction that's going to put you on the path of righteousness. And so thankful for you guys. Go rate, review, subscribe to the channel. Fan the Flame Pod. Uh, appreciate you. Love y'all. Be blessed.